Welcome to Crime Bar. Grab a drink and enjoy the show. Hi. Hi. It's our last shorty of the season. It sure is. And I hope it's a good one. Yeah, well, why would it be the only one that really knows? But <laughs> yeah. I guess based off your reaction and everyone else's, I'll know if it's good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it intrigued me, the story sure. as a whole. Sure. Um, it's very common for some level of exaggeration to take place on social media. Whether oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> it's not real. The <laughs> internet is not real. Whether that be like looking wealthier or busier or just flat out cooler than you really are. We just all know social media is not real. Thomas Montgomery a 46-year-old father and husband decided to budge on a few life details when it came to his own online presence. Okay. Yeah. Taking taking some liberties. Yes, 100%. He figured being a hot young marine that was about to head to Iraq any day now was a lot more appealing than a middle-aged married Sunday school teacher and machinist, which I I don't disagree, I, I guess. Yeah, I agree. He's not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't make it right. <laughs> So Thomas joined a teen chat room called Pogo as Marine Sniper in May of 2005. I don't know what Pogo is. I don't know any of those stupid names. And it's a teen, a teenager. And it's, yeah, it's for youths. It didn't take long for him to strike up a conversation with an 18-year-old that went by Tall Hot Blonde. She sent him a message teasing him that he was in the kids section. It's just already such a bad Ew, start. Yeah. Um, he was so embarrassed that he pretended to be on his father's account. She fell for it. Thomas figured that since she was 18 years old, he should just pretend to be 18 too. So he's just like that person that's like, oh, you like hiking and camping? Same. <laughs> but just on a creepier level. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he thought that pretending to be whatever she wanted was harmless because it was all online and he never thought that they would meet. But it didn't take long for this online flirtation to develop into something a lot more. Tall Hot Blonde was a senior in high school, and her real name was Jessie. She began to send Thomas provocative images and would ask her photos in return. But he couldn't let her find out that he was 46, so he sent her a photo of himself at the age of 30 from his days in Marine Boot Camp. And I kept thinking, like, photo quality. Like, it's gone quite uphill even the past four years with iPhones. Like, I can't even imagine. That's astronomical. Yeah. But she didn't ask any questions. Okay. He painted a false image of himself as, like, this dangerous, brave, young, and strong man that was six feet tall with a muscular build and had red hair, specifically. Okay. And I'm wondering if the image was, like, black and white that he sent her. I know. Yeah. (laughs) During an interview with 2020, he explained that the relationship with her became more real to him than his own real life. He was losing sense of reality. Okay. He told her stories about combat and military life, all of which he learned um, by watching the news. (laughs) (laughs) Tall Hot Blonde and Marine Sniper were infatuated with each other. They began to send gifts and love letters. They talked on the phone and they said, I love you. Jesse wrote, I love you always. And the way that Khaleesi is looking at me is like, this is sad. <laughs> I know. <laughs> These losers. Our little dog, Khaleesi. She's little, like, oh yeah, I forget to preface what's happening here. She's she's up on the couch again. She's been joining us for all of our episodes lately. Mm-hmm. And, and she, she is, loves it. Yeah. Normally she's so noisy that we don't want her to come in here. 
but now I'm like, well, whatever. She's joining girl time, but she looked at me with the side eye of just like, this is pathetic. Yeah, she's like, this is what you guys do in here. (laughs) This is what people do. (laughs) So anyways, Jesse wrote, I love you always and forever, Tommy. And Thomas responded that he had never in his life felt this way before. Jesse wore a heart necklace that said Jesse and Tommy forever, like one of the ones that splits down the middle. Oh, yeah. But she wore both ends because they never met. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Thomas admitted that their communication felt like a drug. And even though he didn't feel right about it, he did give in to having virtual sex with her. Oh, my <laughs> he God. Said, he said that the virtual sex made him feel kind of dirty, but he didn't want to upset her by declining. <laughs> like, give me a break. But it's like sexting. Like, it's not virtual, yeah. like, over video. No, they never actually saw each other over, like, webcam. It's oh. all it's all, all, typed. Yeah, all text. Exactly. All written word. He didn't want to do it, though. Oh, he yeah. He didn't well, want to do it. He felt bad about that. I didn't want to lose her, you know? Yeah. Got to do what you got to do. On January 2nd, 2006, Thomas wrote himself a note. It said, on January 2nd, 2006, Tom Montgomery, in, in parentheses, 46 years old, ceases to exist and is replaced by an 18-year-old battle-scarred Marine. He is moving to West Virginia to be with the love of his life. The note also disclosed that the 18-year-old, uh, he was pretending to be, had a nine-inch penis and oh. 2.5 million in the bank. <laughs> and I'm just like, well, you just disclosed what is not working for you. <laughs> a man can dream. You just told us you got a small yeah, PP li- and no money. And no money. You're broke. It's not working for you. I know. I was dying. So, well, a few months later, a <laughs> just casual. Well, so a few months later, a wrench was thrown into his plans. Uh, no yeah it didn't work they don't end up happily ever after i will just go ahead and say that in march of 2006 one of thomas's daughters was using his computer at the exact moment that tall hot blonde sent him a message oh my god i forgot he had he's married with kids he has, he has children he's like i totally daughters. forgot that detail it, wait he's married though right he's married with, yeah. with, with girls oh yeah. my goodness um when the daughter saw what she had sent uh she immediately showed her mother thomas's wife sat at the computer and looked through countless messages and photos that Jesse had sent her husband. A lot of them were provocative, bikini photos, it's not good. Yeah. She continued to dig and found the gifts that she had sent him, including a pair of red panties. Oh. She's like, these are mine. <laughs> His wife then pulled a very savage move that I respect the hell out of. She sent Jesse, aka tall, hot blonde, a family photo of all of the Montgomerys together. And she included a message saying, let me introduce you to these people. The man in the center is Tom, my husband, since 1989. He is 46 years old. Oh, God. And that's when the wife discovered that Jesse actually had no idea that her online boyfriend had been married. She was completely horrified and immediately sent Thomas a text saying that she hates him and he should go to jail for what he has done. So after sending that text, Jesse wanted to confirm, air quotes, if all of this was true. So she emails a coworker, or not emails, uh, does an on, he's on the same like online chat forum as they all are. Okay. And uh, his name is uh, Brian Barrett, and he is a coworker of Thomas. And his username was uh, Beefcake. Oh. But he is 22, so we can forgive him for okay. that name. We've all made massive <laughs> okay. mistakes in our yeah. life. Yeah. <laughs> and one thing led to another, and Jesse realizes that this 22-year-old college student was a much better fit for her, seeing as she's 18 and her other boyfriend's 46. Added bonus is that it might infuriate Thomas and make him jealous. 
The pattern repeated itself, and the next thing you know, Jesse is sending Brian provocative pictures and messages daily. When Thomas found out he was irate, he felt so betrayed by his coworker that he messaged Jesse one day saying, Brian will pay in blood. Okay, so question. This Okay, so he's a real 47-year-old guy, and then in his real life, he has a 22-year-old co-worker, co-worker. named Beefcake. That's his username. <laughs> and he's also in this online forum and knows that... Knows all about it. So I, he just knows that this guy, Tom, or Tommy, you said? Thomas. Thomas yeah, he goes is, by Tommy, but Thomas. That he knows... So this 22-year-old real-life Beefcake knows that Thomas is a... Is just crying. Yes, he totally knows. And then he just gets on board stealing his his gal, child girlfriend. His, his, his yeah, his young bride ultimately because mm-hmm. they did talk about getting married. Um, and I don't know how I even said like in the last trick. I was like, I don't. I guess I'm confused by chat rooms because I didn't know that people could see your conversations. I thought that was private, but somehow Thomas was able to see like firsthand their romance developing. So I have a lot of questions about this site, Pogo. Okay, so maybe it's just like a like. You can chat like in a community room or like something, Reddit or and then something. have like private. I don't know. I have no idea. Um, I'm not really trying to but hit up any eighteen-year-olds. I know. Yeah, <laughs> this isn't really my thing. So the messages between um, Thomas and Jesse escalated. They became very violent, and though the messages were aggressive and threatening, Jesse seemed to feed off of the jealousy. She seemed very flattered by all of the attention that she was getting from two men fighting over her. And she would like egg him on. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so according to former prosecutor Ken Case, they were then going into these chat rooms and letting people know that Thomas was actually 47 years old and they almost like tried to make him out to be a pedophile. So they were putting yeah. him on blast publicly for the fact that he was preying the, on younger girls. The authorities? Uh, no, this was Brian Barrett and... Um, jesse oh they were like just oh. you know teamed up and decided to kind of bring I him see. down i see and even though jesse felt completely betrayed by thomas and was pursuing a relationship with someone he knew she still missed him and records show messages from jesse saying things like i ache to be with tommy and asking him if he misses her to which he would always reply more than you'll ever know my heart aches to hear you call me your Tommy. Oh God, it makes my skin crawl. Ugh. I wish I could be that nineteen-year-old Marine for you. Ew, ew! This is oh, so weird. So the fact bad. this. Okay. Yeah. No, I yeah, know. I literally so with an asterisk. I just hit you with some nauseating content. Yeah. I'm so sorry. It like, <laughs> I know. It's just like it, it's all bad. Jesse and Thomas couldn't deny their feelings for one another, and the relationship started up again. What? Even yeah. though she knows yes. his real identity. Yes. And this time she knows that he's 47. And in his mind, this was like the dream because yeah. he was being accepted for exactly what he was. And yeah. he didn't need to pretend to be anything like younger and hotter or stronger. Yeah. yeah. Thomas tried claiming that explicit messages were never exchanged after the age discrepancy was discovered. But records proved that he was just a big fat liar. Oh, no way. I know. Shocking. I didn't see a comment. I'm not. I'm going to share some of the exchange. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> okay. I don't know how to go back and forth, back and forth with this. But he says, wish you were nude. She says, what would you do? He said, stare. She goes. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, that's all. He goes. 
stare. <laughs> oh I'm going to look at it. I'm definitely going to look. Let me tell you that. <laughs> he goes. This is so There's stupid. There's a lot of looking. <laughs> Honey, buckle up. Get a good night's rest. He said that? No, I'm making that up now. Oh, God, sorry. I'm doing a, I'm doing a transcript. I can't be making up. Stuff. Yeah, sorry. I need people to know I just said that. Okay, sorry. So he said stare. Yes. And then what'd she say? She goes, that's all. He goes, nope. You might get the magic. Oh my God. <laughs> I am so warm. <laughs> I am like sweating. The magic of from what she his goes, his imaginary just, nine inch you might dick. Get the magic. <laughs> you might. I don't know. It might be a surprise to me too, honey. And then she goes, mm. <laughs> and then she goes, make love to me, Tommy. Oh my God, so bad. Okay. So, anyways, Thomas was a. Isn't she in high school? Yes. Wow. Okay. So he. So he does. So he finds out. I'm she's assuming a senior in high school, and he's aware of that. And he's oh, fully aware. Oh, yeah, yuck. fully aware. Yuck, yuck, yuck. Whew, okay. So Thomas was addicted to Jesse like a drug, and he felt like he was incapable of walking away from his computer. He recalled a time when his wife told him to get off the computer, and he simply couldn't. He was just addicted. Addicted to her. He's addicted to his love. This fantasy. The magic. (laughs) She might get it and she might not. (laughs) She may or may not. But I'm definitely going to stare at your naked body. (laughs) 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 The fantasy didn't last long. Once again, I know. I know. I know. It's a lot of twists and turns. turns. (laughs) I know. I'm sorry. It's that kind of podcast. (laughs) Jesse decides to pursue Barrett again. Thomas wow, felt she can't even. Mm, okay. I know. I know she's one of those. <laughs> yeah. Thomas felt heartbroken and he became unhinged. He was obsessed with this girl and his jealousy turned into the need for revenge. District attorney Frank Sedita stated, you really started to get a sense of this person going into an abyss and it's kind of frightening. This online relationship had now been going on for a year and a half and records show Thomas's mental state spiraling and his inability to regulate his anger issues. And then meanwhile, this chick is just egging him on. She loves yeah, it. Yeah. According to clinical psychologist Rex Bieber, when word got out about the sniper identity not being real, what Jesse did from Montgomery's point of view was a kind of homicide. By breaking the fantasy and his ability to live in it, she was killing any hope that he had to save himself. That's why his impulse towards her was so murderous. From a psychological perspective, she engaged in cyber homicide. Like she was just killing who their dreams. Okay. <laughs> That's what she's trying to say. And I don't okay. know if she's trying to justify yeah. anything, but yeah. I included it, obviously. Because <laughs> I just said it. Because I just said it. My <laughs> God. The breaking point for Thomas was when he found out that Barrett was planning on meeting up with Jesse in real life. It is believed that Barrett was just driving in her area. And he decided to text Jesse that he was near her house and that he would love to see her. Jesse actually declined and told him like very last minute not to visit her. But Thomas didn't know this. He thought that they had met up and that just like filled him with rage because it had been a year and a half and he had never met his, you know, love either. Mm -hmm. On September 15th, 2006, Barrett was found dead in the parking lot at work. He had been shot three times by a military rifle. I got to admit that I forgot this was a true crime podcast. I was so shocked just yeah. now. I was like, wait, wait, what? Whoa. Someone dies in this <laughs> I story. Wait, I just thought they would break up. <laughs> 
Police looked on Barrett's computer to hopefully figure out who would want to kill him. It didn't take long for them to find out that he was involved in a love triangle that was getting like more heated by the day. The police now feared that Jesse was in danger and headed straight for her home. They knock on the door and a woman named Mary Sheeler answered the door. When Mary was questioned about her daughter's online presence, she confessed that she was using images of her young daughter without her knowledge. <gasps> I know. <laughs> oh, Jesse's mother, Mary, was tall, hot, blonde. Okay, I honestly was thinking that he was going to get to the door and it was going to be like a 47-year-old man. A dude, yeah. Like, I was really picturing that. This is gross. This is worse. This is so much worse. A mother used and sexualized her daughter for the sake of online attention, putting her in extreme danger, all without her daughter knowing. She used sexy photos of her daughter, as well as engaged with cyber sex using her identity. yeah. And while this is disgusting and unacceptable in every single way possible, it turns out it's not actually illegal in the state of New York. Oh my God. Her yeah. daughter, weren't there nude photos? So it was like sexy bikini photos. And I and I and they didn't okay. disclose the details um, of that aspect. But what I'm assuming based off of even personal experience is people will go online and crop the head out of like, oh, okay. so you can just see the lower half of the okay. body and then claim to be you. Gotcha. And so basically she just wasn't charged with anything. Wow. Thomas Montgomery was charged for the murder of Brian Barrett and he received just a 20 year sentence in exchange for his plea. So even though Mary didn't do time, her husband ended up divorcing her over this. Her daughter, the real Jesse, cut ties with her completely and moved in with relatives in Virginia. She has never apologized to her daughter for what she has done. In fact, she felt like she did something right by talking to him she attempted to justify her behavior by saying, I was afraid if I didn't talk to him, he would talk to real teenagers. I just thought, oh God. Oh, wow. You're so really she's one doing of the Lord's work. Yeah, she's one of those just catching predators. Yeah. One man was murdered, one was imprisoned, and the other lost her entire family, all for a woman that, and none of them had met. Yeah. <laughs> just strictly did not exist. Yeah. Later, Mary stated, it was stupid. It should never have been done. I just never thought it would go anywhere, that it would end, fall off, and that would be the end of it. Wow. So she's just one of those that can't take no responsibility. Mm -mm. Uh, one of the most disturbing layers of the case um, to me is the fact that, you know, Mary pretending to be whatever, her daughter, Jessie, and Thomas are virtually the same. Two middle-aged and mentally disturbed human beings pretending to be hot and young both yeah. lonely and deeply believing that their best days are behind them, yeah. hoping to relive some of their youth. And it's just very twisted and sad. Yeah. And I'll admit that this case really piqued my interest after trying to get multiple fake Instagrams and dating profiles shut down of me this week. Oh, yeah. And I never like to dwell on that. But like this week was a bad one. Like yeah. I had like multiple guys sharing things of like, they literally thought they have been in relationships. It's not just like them trying to get money from me. Yeah. But like guys telling me that they have been in contact every single day with someone that they thought was me and they were in a relationship. Mm -hmm. And like for my sanity, I try not to dwell on that. But like realistically, things like this are happening. Like I'm not saying I'm in the, the middle of a murder, you know, thing. Sure. But I'm saying more like people steal your stuff all the time. Yeah. Like we constantly, I, I don't know how often you notice it. I notice it 
so often we will get alerts on our crime bar podcast Instagram mm-hmm. of people like so someone with like a variation of your username yep. like added it to their bio yep. and I always report them as like not being real but yeah. it happens all the time constantly and then people think like I remember like I said I was at the bungalow in LA and this guy this like he's a cute he was like a cute normal guy comes up to me and he called me some other name I don't know if it was like Rachel or Katie or something and he was just like hey like what are you doing here? Like so excited to see me. Mm-hmm. And he thought that he had been texting me every single day for like a month or two. Oh, and he was like normal. It's so sad. It's really shitty. It's really, yeah. really shitty. But then it makes me think like that person might be sending the wrong person a message, getting them hooked on this relationship. Yep. Then they see the real person, me walking down the street or going to Trader Joe's. Yeah, that puts you in so much danger. It puts you in so much danger just by existing and putting images online. Yeah. So um, if you're listening to this, don't do that to anyone and me or me. <laughs> please, please stop. stop. <laughs> People adding crime part of their profiles. <laughs> stop. <laughs> but yeah, that's my shorty of the week. That was great. Thanks. Online's a scary place. <laughs> it, uh, the online is a scary place. <laughs> the online, the website. <laughs> the, the social media. Well, that was really good. Thanks, girl. All right. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. If you enjoy this episode, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you enjoy listening. We owe everything to the many journalists, authors, filmmakers, psychiatrists, and psychologists whose extensive work and expertise we pulled from to share this episode with you. To view detailed source material, as well as content from today, please visit us on Instagram at Crime Bar Podcast. We really love doing this show, and if you'd like to help with the continued creation of it, you can support by donating to our Patreon patreon.com slash crime bar podcast. This episode was hosted by Ashley Brumley Johnson and Anna Katarina. See you next week.